Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. At the beginning of November, Kat went to Liverpool for the annual NCRI Cancer Conference, bringing together scientists, doctors, nurses, patients, and more from the UK and around the world to talk about the latest progress, ideas, and issues in cancer research. On the first night, the charity Breast Cancer Now hosted a heated debate discussing whether after spending so much money investigating the causes of breast cancer, as well as treating it, it's now time to focus efforts on preventing the disease in the first place. Sarah Hazel, Senior Research Manager at Breast Cancer Now, gave her a flavour of the discussion. We know an awful lot about the causes of breast cancer, so we know that they're a mixture of genetic components, so things that you inherit from from your parents, alongside lifestyle and environmental factors such as your body weight and how much alcohol you drink. So we, we know an awful lot about those as risk factors and even in some circumstances like how much they increase your risk or for certain factors we know how much they protect you from breast cancer. So we've got this mix of the genetics, the lifestyle, the environment, all these kind of things around us that are increasing the risk. So surely the flip side of that is to prevent breast cancer we just need to do the opposite of all of this. It seems very straightforward actually Um, you know this is what causes it, let's just turn that off. But actually, how do you go about that? Do we understand enough about exactly how those risk factors work to be able to just put, you know, a blockade in front of them? And in some cases, we do know enough. In others, we don't. We know, for example, if you can maintain a healthy body weight you will reduce your risk of breast cancer. But actually, everybody listening to this knows that is not an easy thing to do. Like, how, how do you go about doing that? How do you go about doing that successfully? And how do you go about doing that on a national level to reduce the nation's breast cancer risk is a very, very difficult question. But, you know, we've seen massive changes in things like smoking incidents over the last several decades that are, have come from increased knowledge and public awareness awareness campaigns and policy and you know political will behind them changes have happened and we've seen a huge reduction in in that sort of behavior are we going to see the same in terms of you know our eating habits and our exercise act you know our level of activity we would hope so but there's probably well there's definitely a long way to go with that and how best to do it remains unknown and we need research to kind of figure that out Why is it so difficult to do research into how to prevent cancer? Just because of the sheer numbers of people that you need to involve in your study, or to be able to say at the end of that study, yes, this strategy definitely has this effect and it definitely leads to a reduction in cancer incidence. So you need just so many thousands and thousands of people because they're all starting off without cancer 
so you can't pre-select them in any way. So you have to start off with so many and then follow all of them for such a long period of time, some of them doing whatever your intervention is that you're testing and, and others not, to be able to then say, oh, yes, th- this worked. And it's years and years to kind of get that answer. And then that's just one thing. So then you have to do another years and years study to test anything else. Or what about combinations of things? That's a particular problem as well. So we do, if we focus on something like obesity, if we manage to, you know, get that under control of a certain intervention, how does that, how is that then impacted by participants in that study who drink a lot of alcohol versus not drinking a lot of alcohol? Is there an interaction between those risk factors? Does one lead to the other? Are they independent? And so there is an argument that we need to understand more of that first before we can effectively go about creating the strategy so it's you know when is the point though at which you start trying to do these things and and that was really the focus of the debate last night and was there any conclusion about you know okay this is this is where we should go right now where is the the first step where is the the key thing we had a, a lot of different opinions on this last night it has to be said we had a few people who were very pro developing medicines to go about preventing breast cancer and some of those already exist in things like tamoxifen and other drugs that very effectively prevent breast cancer but not everybody wants to take a drug so we also heard from some of our panelists who felt that now was the time to be really focusing on lifestyle interventions like what can we do to encourage people to drink less or to reward them somehow for drinking less? There, there must be a way that, w- that that can happen and how can we design studies right now that will start to answer those questions for us? So that a huge... Uh, even people from the audience were, you know, quite rightly pointing out, is some of it about education? Lots of people don't actually know that obesity and alcohol consumption increase your risk of breast cancer. Is that can we start there do we need to do all of it at the same time so there was no cast iron answer to that so we've got a lot to go back and think about before we take the next steps normally being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra and united healthcare makes it easy with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they supplement your primary plan helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods so when it comes to covering your medical bills you can feel good about being a little extra visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you